1: Welcome to the LAO podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Bragley B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here once again, back from his uh, poorly timed vacation, as you would call it, Uh, the co-host Brandon. He's back. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. Welcome back, Brando. It is good
0: to be back. What a game on Friday. Obviously, you guys did the post-game pod yesterday, so I'm not going to cover too much ground on it today. But, man, did that just feel good. Not just because of the way it happened, uh, but, I mean, I don't know if there was anything more much needed. And it takes... You know, one isn't a streak, but I mean, you could just feel the collective uh, monkey off. I've used proverbial back yeah. um, so that that makes what we do a lot more enjoyable. Hopefully that makes you guys. <laughs> hopefully that makes us more enjoyable to listen to and so on and so forth. So ready to talk some Vandal
1: football today. Speaking of Vandals um, back with us two days in a row, uh, producer Seth block them on twitter which most of you have already done as you told us on friday tet say top five s-e-t-a-h-5 five. what's up seth welcome back idaho football yay i kind of wish this was an away game because i would go to this game i'd go to the kibbe dome you know i thought you were potatoes say. potatoes and
0: hunting that's what idaho
1: does <laughs> there was a funny uh because I was trying to, you know, of course, nobody does a preview for Idaho. So I was trying to find something to pull some stuff off of whatever, even Washington State's thing. And it uh found one, a Washington State website that did a, a promo or a, a preview of the game. And they just had a picture of like a, a hilly field. And it said, uh, the battle of this. And it was just the picture of like this, like grassy, like not even grassy, just like beige some sort of thicket in a field with hills and no, I don't know it was pretty funny so um all right well yeah we're talking about Idaho that's 8 p.m. on Saturday we are playing on Saturdays this season as well um September 10th in Memorial Stadium again another night game under the new lights uh, this one's on BTN last week. I told you guys Fox, so hopefully, you guys didn't watch the Fox thing. You went over to FS1, maybe you figured it out at some point. You only had four hours to figure it out. Um, the line for this game, I only found it in one spot, Brandon, from Win Bet has IU as 22 and a half point favorites. I would have thought they would have put another 10 spot on that, but based on what Idaho did last week, which we'll talk about in a little bit, that seems about right. Over under 54 seems low. But that's fine. Previous meeting. That was last year. That was on September 11th. Uh, IU won. I'll never forget it. 56 to 14. So uh, anything else you want to add on the intro here before we get in through our stuff, Brando? No,
0: I mean, again, our offense got better. Um, I don't know how much better their defense got, but... I kind of forgot this game. I forgot that the offense last year put up 56 points against these guys. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm yeah. making my I'm making a change to my prediction
1: now, oh. by the way. And no, their defense based on some just we'll talk about it here in a little bit. But um, so no new news. I mean, we did just talk to you guys yesterday so nothing's really happened between now and then other than I guess we can throw it in. There's no press highlights or anything else. Um, but Bo Robbins, Brandon was incredible on Friday and has earned himself a starting position according to the depth chart that was released by IU this week. What are your thoughts? I mean, for those that listen to our uh, position group
0: breakdown, uh, Seth said it pretty much had to happen this year, right? Like we needed a guy to step up, from that edge position and you're not going to find too many better lines in the big 10 than what Brett Bielema on Illinois has. So the fact that Bo Robbins was able to do that, like who, who, who has a better offensive line, like Ohio state Yeah, Michigan Wisconsin, lost a lot, maybe. Michigan state, maybe definitely not Penn state. I mean, you saw Sean Clifford running for his life. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a little bit that's a functionality of Sean Clifford, but like, You'll, you'll be lucky to find another two or three offensive lines better than what we faced against Illinois. And Bo Robbins was a bona fide stud in that game. Um, so it's not surprising. Uh, and, you know, we've we've been waiting for years, but better now than never. I love it.
1: Yeah, it's okay. And don't hate on Sean Clifford. He's tied with IU right now want 1-0. So um, not a bad quarterback. Yeah, let's talk about talk about Idaho now. Um, go back, Brandon, Brandon, obviously didn't listen to Seth and I talk yesterday because, um, I think Illinois defense and Seth called, I think their defensive backfield, um, top 12 in the country. I think that was a direct quote, top three in the big 10, if maybe not the best in the big 10. Um, and then their offensive line, we talked about that in the preview. I mean, their offensive line is nothing but massive dudes. And And it looked like it
0: on screen. I mean, it looked I don't know what it looked like in person, Brag, but like on screen, that looked like a big boy's offensive
1: line. To me, it didn't seem too much different than just a normal Big Ten game. But I mean, maybe you know, being looking at it on TV could be totally different. But um, we wanna
0: chip in here, wanna be the
1: no, they they were huge.
2: They were they were the big hog mollies that you expected from the Wisconsin offensive lines of the Bilama era up there they were a big uh, ferocious group of dudes and they didn't have their starting left tackle who I think might be the best of the bunch. And they were still pretty effective. So damn, I keep saying that word over and over again. I got to stop doing that. Um, effective? But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bo Robbins uh, and DeSan McCullough are in the backfield a lot. Um, yes. And I, I gave out a top couple 10
0: freshmen, top 10 mm-hmm. fresh. What, what did we say uh, again? We said he had to be a playmaker. Bo Robbins had to make plays. There were guys on this defense. Cam Jones, we're going to get into Jones it. is
1: incredible. Had incredible. to be
0: a leader. And I'm sure you guys all covered on this on yesterday, but yeah, holy cow. Everything we said that had to happen, obviously the smallest sample size of one
1: happened. Yeah, you missed your opportunity to just go nuts. I mean, we talked Josh Sanguinetti yesterday. A lot of Josh Sanguinetti, your boy. We talked a lot of Cam Jones yesterday. Uh, a lot of Deshaun McCauley yesterday. So yeah, totally, totally. And it was I mean, super
0: fun with watching with a bunch of Florida State graduates that you know, DJ Matthews and Sangeti. DJ Matthews was once there and Sangeti had uh Florida State in his final three. yeah Um, it was fun watching those two ball out and rub it into Seminole's faces. Yes.
1: John, DJ was so big at the end. Um, okay, let's get in. Let's go talk about this game coming up on Saturday. Break down some uh key players from Idaho. Um you know, I think we laughed at this last year when we did this. I'm not even sure we covered any key players when we played them last year. Um, those of you that don't know, they barely lost. Now, granted, the score could be deceiving. Um, they were up 10-0 on uh, Washington State, who over-under is supposed to have 8.5 wins, according to Vegas, this year. Um, they were up 10 to nothing on Washington State. Washington State then scored 24 unanswered, I believe. And then Idaho scored a later touchdown to make it 17 to 24, but still quite the butt pucker of a game against an FCS team at home. Um, so we'll go over some of their guys. First, we'll start with the quarterback. He's a freshman, Giovanni McCoy. Um, Twenty. He was 21 to 32, 212 yards, one interception or two interceptions and a touchdown. Uh, here's a stat that stuck out to me. He was sacked seven times. I don't even know if he's going to play. I mean, I don't, I don't think he got injured, but sacked seven times is crazy.
0: So I So First of all, I love his name. I mean, that is a quarterback's name, um, without a he's doubt.
1: From Cali, I believe. California he is,
0: but he also only played, he played one game last year mm-hmm. where he also got sacked seven times. <laughs> so I think it just might be he goes through his progression super long or, or is maybe indecisive or... Again, I didn't watch any of the Washington State game, but he's played two games in uh in his career and he's been sacked 14 times. Goodness. Um he also has two touchdowns to six interceptions, and he only averages six point five yards a throw. Yeah. Um, with a 56% completion percentage. So he's definitely on the all name team. I don't know about the all performance team.
1: Yeah. So a lot of those style a lot of the stats make me feel a lot better i mean wazoo stats overall against idaho were good which is why i don't understand why the game was as close as it was it just didn't make any sense so um real quick a couple other guys they got a quick physical back in anthony woods um watched a couple highlights he didn't run the ball a whole lot nine times for 50 yards so he's got a good average there and then he's got they got a speedy little dude um Jermaine Jackson, who in the post game uh, on the radio show after the after the game on Friday, they um, kind of compared Jermaine to Seth, who was number one on Illinois. Uh, uh, I, I want to say Juice Williams, Isaiah Williams. Isaiah Williams. They compared him a lot to Isaiah Williams. Now, granted, I think there's going to be quite the difference in talent, um, but I, you know, I don't want to poo too much on the f on the FCS players and um, a and little I mean, I'm dude, getting five, I'm Hey, we
0: had our problem with these guys in the we Western did. Kentucky game. I mean, we. I mean, who was the who was the Idaho receiver last year? The small little guy that uh, tore he, us up. Number was ten. It?
1: I can't remember his name. Hayden <laughs> Hilton, something, Aiden something Aiden like that. Yeah. Hayden Hilton. Yeah. So
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, Jermaine yeah, Jackson is, right if there's here. anyone I'm quote unquote fearing, if if you can, it's this guy.
1: Hayden Hatton, Hayden Hatton, 6'2", 210. So a little bit different build, but um, yeah, he tore tore Taiwan Mullen up. Um, But yeah, again, last year, you can look at stats and think that the game that we played against them should have been a hell of a lot closer than what it was. Pennix had 68 yards throwing, and Tuttle led the whole thing with 91 yards, and then we had 118 yards from Carr on the ground. So there was nothing impressive that we did offensively, um you know we had the great punt return by dj matthews in this game um i i don't know how we scored what we scored either in this one so who knows i don't know which way this is going to go they do have a stud um based off of one game at linebacker and uh bear with me um Faave, Ave, Fa maybe um well done so a washington state transfer so in the first game against his former team put up all career highs 11 tackles one sack one forced fumble one pass def- uh, defended at the linebacker position um, he looks pretty quick I saw the highlight where he forced the fumble um, could be a, a, a problem on defense but if they've just got one I would think we should be okay um, well yeah, Bell
0: better be able to
1: scheme up against Walt him. bells fine don't worry about Walt bell I'm not worried about Walt bell what do you got? Seth wants to talk.
2: Yeah, um, I was doing a little roster analysis. I think they had five transfers from Washington State. So, if you're looking for another reason why that, that game may have been a little closer than it should have been, there was a lot of familiarity between those two teams.
1: Yeah, and there—that's like a like a backdoor rivalry, I think. Too, um, I'm not sure how often they play Washington State, but the way that they're I right read next, that, preview, right next to each other. Yeah, the way that I read the preview for their game was it seemed like they played each other quite a bit um they did not play each other last year 2020 no way they played each other in 2020 2019 i mean they haven't played each other for a while but um again rivalries you know, never die, man That's true that's true um cool well that's it for idaho does anybody else anybody else stand out anybody else that they've seen um their jerseys look nice under the lights at IU. That's about the only other thing that I can add to as far as um, their breaking down of their team. So um, let's get into IU players to watch. Again, Brandon, we pick one. If you're unfamiliar, since you, you did preview. Did you preview Illinois? You previewed Illinois. I did, Illinois yeah. with us. Okay, so we pick one on offense, one on defense, one on special teams. Um, I will let either one of you two start. Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm going to be really boring Um, And it worked so well last week. Every single player I was watching was a absolute game wrecker. So I'm going to stay with mine and I'm going to say DJ Matthews. Um, He caught the ball across the middle. He caught the ball deep. He caught the ball east west. Literally, I don't know a place in the field. He didn't catch the ball, which meant the viewing experience of DJ Matthews was super, super fun. Um, Again, one game can't even call it a sample size but i love what walt bell is doing they're getting them in space they're getting them in crop i mean they're they're getting them against different positions i mean again if, if you were exclusively watching dj matthews which like i admit i didn't do 100 percent of the time but i did more than any other player you had so where's he at where's he lining up what routes is he running super fun to watch um and and i'm just excited about this guy you're always worried how a player uh, is going to be coming off uh you know what he had to go through um but man he he was just just an absolute joy to watch
1: yeah I, i i agree he was great i thought watching cam camper was great too i mean he was such a stud right i can't wait for you to see him out on the field um where was i gonna go okay i can go one of two ways I want to see somebody we haven't seen yet that we thought we were going to see a lot of, and that's Jalen Lucas. I want to see him on the field. And if he doesn't get on the field in this game, you know, barring any injuries, I don't see him getting on the field this season, which would be a huge disappointment, but, um, I want to see him scat back. I want to see him do some crazy things. See if he can help jumpstart some of the running problems. Um, That's who I want to see. I want to see Jalen Lucas. I've got another one that I'd like to talk about, but we'll see if Seth talks about it. talked about it yesterday, so we'll see. So the guy I have is Parker
2: Hanna. Um, As I said yesterday... The next two weeks are weeks where you want to gain confidence and experience against lesser competition. There is no better time to do that, and there's no better area of emphasis to look at the right tackle for the next two weeks. Um, I don't expect perfection, but I do, do want to see the the concept understanding. I want to see how he picks up those twists, those stunts, those ends arounds. I want to see how they, as an offensive line, can move the line of scrimmage into the opposing territory and start to. I, I read the Walt Bell quotes, and he was like, "Oh yeah, we didn't run." By design, we knew that that was just kind of you know generic body blows. We weren't expecting to hit any home runs. Well, the next two weeks, you can hit home runs. The opportunities will present themselves. Now, will the execution uh, support that?
1: Yeah, you know what? I didn't see that quote, but that makes a lot of sense. And we talked about that yesterday, where none of the runs seemed anything other than just like up the middle. There was not a whole lot of outside. Running plays, techniques, or anything outside of maybe, and, and any read option was not a read option. It was just a handle.
2: Yeah, the the quote was something along the lines of, "We knew going into the game that we weren't going to run the ball, so we didn't even really make it an emphasis,
1: other than to keep them honest." Gotcha. But the other one I wanted to add in, and Brandon, to be fair, this... real
0: quick on that, to be, uh, we threw the ball fifty two times. Oh yeah, dropped back fifty three. Only got sacked once. Now again, Illinois doesn't have any any brutal pass rushers. They do have a big defensive line, but they're not exactly they're there more to clog it up than they are to actually put pressure on the quarterback.
1: But still, no sacks. Um, well, one sack you just said, but well, yeah, one one sack. But that one sack uh, was the one where he should have just thrown the ball away. Yeah, so we should have got out of it with no sacks.
0: So yeah, no, I'm I'm right with you there, Seth. I know you're you're. You know offensive line play a little bit better than I do, even though we were both corners. Um, but that that's a good call on Parker Hannah. I didn't even like think in my brain.
1: Um, yeah. So then my last one, real quick, we'll move on to defense. Um, but Seth talked about this yesterday and it really was I didn't get it, I don't think, until today. Uh let's develop a third option in the passing game. Um especially Saturday and then definitely against uh, Western Kentucky. So is it going to be Barner? Is it going to be Swinton? Is it going to be MHB? Is it going to be, um, McCauley? I don't know. I, th- I thought McCauley looked really good out on the field. The few plays he was out there. I thought he looked the party looked smooth at wide receiver. Um, I'd like to see him emerge because that would be a hell of a threat. Um, as a third option, I think Barner's fine. I think Barner will be great. Um, He's only a sophomore, so give him a little bit of time. I mean, I think think he's going to catch 50 balls this year. Oh, yeah. I really do. I think he'll – and I've said this. I think I said it yesterday or I said it at some point. I think he's – and I'm not the only one said it. I think he's probably going to be, when it's all said and done, maybe the best statistical tight end in the history of the program. So, um, it just – we have to see it happen. So, on defense, who are you watching?
0: Game Jones. Guys, just Jones. just absolutely a dog. He's so um, good. his energy—I don't remember his energy being like this. Um, previous years, I don't remember him being a vocal leader like 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 he did. Um, you know, so man, his celebrations were just so fun. I was mimicking everything he was doing on TV. I was being my standard obnoxious self. Um, God, he he was a blast to watch. Pre play, during the play, post play. God, Cam
2: Jones, baby. Cam freaking Jones. I'm watching it's him good. again.
1: Seth. So,
2: so I got McCullough. Um, okay. He, he showed his own against the Big 10 that he fits in. He belongs with, with the Big 10 as a freshman now what you want to see is you want to see him elevate and dominate against lesser competition. You really want to see if he can take over a game to, you know, make an offensive lineman, just quiver, understanding that he's lined up across from, him, and then, you know, again, carry over that confidence into the next, the following week. So I just want to see if he can take over a game. I know that's a lot to ask a guy in a second game, but um, if anybody can do it, it's him. And I'd love to see him use this as a springboard into uh, into the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, other than his tiny hips, which Seth always likes to talk about. I, it, it, when you see him out there on the field, again, in person, when you see him, I don't know what he translated like on, on TV, but I mean, he was everywhere. And a lot of the angles that we had with Illinois going away from our end zone, you could see what DeVito was looking at. And it looked like a monster on the other side of the ball because he's clearly he's taller, three inches taller than DeVito. And he just towers over everybody and because he doesn't go down. He's not in a three-point stance. He's standing up, and he's moving. So whether he's on the end or he's behind um, whoever we have on the end or behind one of the D tackles coming in on the inside rush, it's intimidating for sure to see. Uh, My guy, real quick, uh, the new starter, defensive end, Bo Robbins. Um, If Idaho gave up seven sacks to Wazoo, uh, what can Bo do? I don't know. We'll see. I think he's going to have a big game, should have a big game. Hopefully he doesn't get the new starter, you know, diarrhea or something. And and (laughs) I don't know speaking of diarrhea, Sean Clifford, that's what everybody thinks he had against.
0: Yeah, but we'll uh, leave the puking and diarrhea to whatever's going on in West Lafayette, (laughs) because there seemed to be a ton of that last Thursday night. Oh God, I saw um, the puking
1: the other day. Yeah. I saw that Thursday. I think I saw that. No, it was Thursday was a game. I forget whenever it was. I saw it though. That was messed up. Um, Okay. Cool. I mean, if you had to spend time in West Lafayette, you'd probably puke oh, and shit yourself. God. Seth had such he had one good podcast, none of that goes on, and then he, here he comes right back. Special teams, what? who are we watching? Okay, oh, can I, I go
0: one thing about the defense real quick? Yeah, not yeah, to ahead. make this a post-game preview, because again, I'm sorry I missed it. But we heard in before the Illinois game that they were gonna practice team defense. And what I interpreted that is <laughs> there's not really a lot many guys who can go get a tackle by themselves they were a swarming team defense i mean you look at it and there was always a couple guys around the ball um and if you look at the stat sheet you know there were 97 tackles and only 47 solos that's not a bad thing that means there are multiple guys there instead of just one guy having to make a tackle um so, uh, again, I forget if it was Tom Allen or the defensive coordinator that's, that said that, that we are going to be a team tackling uh, unit. But, uh, but it, that, that was very much true.
1: Yeah, it was, it was Wilt, the DC, that, that talked about it. Yeah. Called it a Swarm D mentality. So, um, okay, cool. Special teams, I got Chuck Campbell. I, I don't think I'm going to take him off. At least until we needed, we
0: needed every bit of them. Um. Again, uh, was there? Hold on, three. real quick. I forgot
1: to reference this yesterday. Was there a controversial make? Illinois thinks there was. Uh, did they According even talk to about the 247 TV
0: Illinois thought the one went, uh, like over the right, like it. it went right of the upright instead of squeaking in the left in the TV and on TV. It looked obvious. I don't know what it looked like in person, but like. I thought I thought it was it was the one where Chuck leaned. Remember the one where he like leaned to the left
1: both times Uh, he kicked a field goal. I literally walked away going. It's good. Like I didn't even watch it. He's I saw him kick it once he kicked it or I guess three field goals. Once he kicked it, I just got up and said, yeah, okay, go get a beer no there
0: was a close one there was a close one that i didn't even want to say snuck but like it kind of got lost in that nighttime air um but I, illinois thinks it was a controversy though.
1: Hmm. i don't know don't get stopped on two fourth downs and don't get stopped on the two like just kick field goal you guys would have won they would have won the game so um i think math we would have at least I, gone to overtime so
0: yeah i'm i'm chucky too by the way i don't i don't need to say anything okay else.
1: Seth,
2: I'll teams. make my quick. I, uh, yeah, it's Cooper and Lucas. Whoever's yeah. going to be returning kicks. I want to see those two kids up there playing.
1: Cooper seemed like he'd be a lot bigger, bigger wide receiver in person. Um, to see a number three back there, I thought it was just Taiwan when he put gloves on. He doesn't seem real big. So I don't know. I want to see him. I want to see him with the ball in his hands. It, it, he said he had one return, but I don't remember that return.
2: I don't either, but it, he did have a down plate on a, on a punt return.
1: Okay, okay, um, okay. real quick, and then we'll get into randos and predictions and all that stuff. So, um, Super quick word from Monon Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their, their gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. As a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout, LEO10 at checkout. That gets you 10% off. Just keep doing it as much as you can until he shuts it down. Um, now let's go back to the show. Everybody's favorite part, Brando's, Brando's. Brandon, what do you got?
0: All right, I got two love it or shoves it uh, here. First one, I always bring it up every time it happens. We got a night game. I think I love nighttime conference games. I don't, I think I can care less nighttime, non-conference cupcake games. What are your guys' thoughts?
1: I agree, but I'm not, I'm not get off my lawn guy about it yet. All right.
2: Let me do it then. Okay. All right, move along. Um, so here's the deal. It's um, it's a buy game. Uh, and you're paying these people to come over to your house and, and have a good time. You don't want to do that under the bright, shiny lights where everybody's going to be paying attention. You want to sneak that into a noontime kickoff where people can get kind of lackadaisical and, and do some errands, do some things like that, where they can, uh, you know, multitask. There we go. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, I don't want to make any comparisons, but I'll just say it's it's the one you want to hide on the schedule. It's not the one where you want the big, uh, the big night lights or the the big bright lights of showtime uh, shining on Bloomington
1: what uh what time does indiana state play so i think noon? we played i think we played four i remember we used to play indiana state under the lights too brandon so See, i get I think it that's different when it's in state
0: like at least there's a little bit like oh my brother goes there my cousin goes there my neighbor went there my childhood best friend went there like it's a little bit different than idaho right like like when we used to play what southern illinois I think we played Southern Illinois on the lights. Like, that's still just like, why, man? Like, I would go to this game if it was noon. I'd probably go to this game if it was a 3.30. I'm not going to this game because 8 o'clock, like, I'm not getting a babysitter. I'm not, you know, getting home at 2 a.m. Like, I'm just not going to do that. I mean, again, I know that makes me sound like an old person, and I'm only 34 years old, and I probably sound, you know, way older than that. But, like, man, I want to get to Memorial Stadium, but I'm just not doing it. You're missing, a,
1: you're missing a boy's tailgate. You're missing an all dudes' tailgate. Seth's leaving a rehearsal dinner for it. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. If my I'm, wife lets me, yes. No, you better be there. She already said you can go. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I, I get it. I almost wonder if it's not part of a contract, Brandon. I wonder if they're not, when they signed this, I wonder if they're like, yeah, we'll come, but we want to play under the lights. Or I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? You know, they don't get that opportunity very often, I'm assuming. I mean, they play under the lights right. every every game at home. So, I mean, how much does the FCS really play night games? I don't know.
0: All right, next one here. Love it or shove it. Vandals as a mascot.
1: Google's, Google's what Vandal is, I guess. So
2: I would shove it because if they went all with like a masked Wild West robber, And like really played it up and had like a guy with six shooters in the end zone like i'd be all for it but they desensitize it so that it's just like the v and uh, it doesn't really do anything for me so i think in its appropriate usage it would work but but they fail miserably
0: yeah no I'm, i'm we're agreeing a lot uh, because we're both very smart, we're smart, good looking, you know, all those <laughs> things. Uh I love the concept of a vandals. Like, think of all the uniform things that you could do, like you said, the helmet things you can do, the mascots that you could do with the vandals. Um, so I love it in concept. One, I love it in concept, hate it in execution. Um, so there it is.
1: I think these to have a pretty decent mascot. They've got one. His name's Joe Vandal. he looks like a viking he just looks like a viking with a massive mustache and like chin beard yeah i don't know yeah i get it i get it
0: all right next next one these are all iu related uh the student section looked awesome on tv i i saw everything on twitter that the students did their thing what what more can the students do and i'm obviously pointing this you know both towards michael but also towards Seth and like what, what other fan sections do that the the students can kind of double down on.
1: Um, Stay, stay (laughs) in a conference. Like you're in a conference game up six on a Friday night. Why do you leave? Why are you leaving the stadium? Stay in the stadium. The whole first half, it was packed. That whole East side of the stadium was packed floor to ceiling packed. There's pictures all over Twitter of everything. Second half was nothing.
2: So here's my question What do you guys do between the third and the fourth quarter? Like Purdue does shout, uh, Wisconsin does jump around. Nothing. That's what I think a lot of the students stay for a lot of times. That way they at least stay the first five minutes of the fourth quarter give them something to do between the third and the fourth quarter that make them stay in their seats it's fun um i think the other thing that i hated at first but was kind of the basketballization and the um kind of the european soccerization of the stadium experience where everything is like sing-alongs and dance-alongs now um so the more you can get that kind of student interaction that you know the tiktok generation always wants to do like a new like iu dance or something you know um so i always think that that always helps. Even what
0: though if I think they did like Jack to... and Diane by John Mellencamp? There you that'd go. Boom.
1: <clears throat> that'd be good.
0: Like to start there the you fourth go. quarter, the whole stadium sings Jack and Diane.
2: Yeah. They all get a Coors Light in the, in the late First. in the third quarter. And then, uh, yeah, they sing Jack and Diane with a beer in their hand. That sounds perfect. Like, Why I think don't that'd be
0: awesome. That? You could even do small town. I think Jack and Diane yeah. you can sing a little bit better. At least I can sing. Like, I know the words <laughs> to Jack and Diane a little bit better than small town. <laughs> Um, but dude, again, Seth and I right on the same page. I was gonna, I was gonna bring up that exact same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I like that idea. You said you had one more.
0: Uh, Rando, yes, yes, I do. Uh, my last one here, um is when do you pull the starters in a game like this? Like how much of this is warm up and how much of this is by game get a win? like
1: four touchdowns once yeah, you hit four the four possessions four, yeah four touchdowns four possessions well I, well I mean that could be 12 points technically but no. i'd say if we have, you're saying four four scores four touchdowns 20 25 points yeah yep well 20 24 but that's fine no, you can be... get
2: three you can get three 8 point touchdowns You get 24 mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's probably five minutes left in the third quarter. Start and then do, or at least in the third quarter, do do heavy subs. Um, you know, do entire line shifts or do uh, you know, give the second and third back the entire drive, something like that, where, um, where you're really mixing it up before you go straight twos and threes. Yep,
0: I I would do it a little bit earlier. I I'd have a hard halftime, uh, cutoff. I mean, unless it's unless it's like a three or 10 point game, right? Like if we're up 17, I'm cool pulling the starters. Yeah, but I don't Um, think
1: you can be up 17. They get the ball back. They score and then be like, oh, sorry, Connor. You got to go back in. It happens in basketball all the time. Yeah, I know that. But that's different because you're like you're legitimately pulling off 11 people off the field and being like, yeah, you guys got to put your shoulder pads back on and get back in there. These guys stink. And then you got to go again. So I, I get it. I think four is safe. I know it seems like a lot, um, but I'm trying to see when they pulled. I'll do some research, see whenever they pulled uh, panics last year. Um, that's cool. it for you, right? Who do you want to see
0: more of if and hopefully when that happens? Um, for, for me, we've already mentioned a lot of them. It's, it's Omar Cooper and Donovan McCauley. Those are probably the two guys that i'd want to see and then i hope we don't put in tuttle but we probably will i'd love to see dexter williams get some game action
1: um yeah, i would too yeah uh, by the way they took out michael pinnocks after the second possession of the third quarter when they were up 42 to 14 28 so, points 28 <laughs> points they had already given up a touchdown um to go 42 because it was 40 35 7 at half and then 42 7 immediately after, and then uh quick touchdown or a long touchdown by Idaho, and then yeah, then they pulled him after a punt. So um yeah, I was not listening. Oh, who would we like to see? Um, I'd like to see the running backs, the guys that did not transfer or non um freshmen. So the red shirt freshman if Trenton Howland is back. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see some David Hollowell again. You know, a couple of the games he did play in, he showed a pretty good burst whenever he got a hole last year. Um, I'd like to see that. I mean, any of the receivers, too. I would like to see Omar Cooper run some routes. Yep. Um, I'd like to see some Jacques Smith. Um, You know, any of that stuff. I'm cool with any of the backups.
2: This week and next week are the only two weeks that Brendan Sorsby could see any kind of playing Sorsby, time. Sorsby,
1: don't do that to me, man. I'll have to stay for the whole game. I'm just just asking. Is that something you'd be interested in seeing? I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Want to see I, want, I want Dexter Williams. I want okay. Sorbs. I want Sorsby. <laughs> that's, the, that's the answer. That's the future of IU football. All right, Seth, what's in your sack, bud? All right.
2: I got two things here. You normally talk about the, the opposing coach. Uh, I don't think you touched base on this. Jason first year Eck,
1: coach, right? yeah.
2: he is first-year coach. He was the offensive coordinator at South Dakota State. I'm not sure if you played too much attention to championship levels. So their offense has been off the charts the last probably four or five years. been very good. Um, so, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they bring over that, uh, that scheme, if that's effective. He has ties to Ball State 09 and 10. And uh, played for Barry Alvarez at Wisconsin in the late 90s. Mm -hmm. Um, And then here's my question for you guys. I know we played them last year, too. But why, Idaho? If you're buying a game, why not a local FCS team like Indiana State, Illinois State, Southern Illinois, Youngstown State, Eastern Kentucky? Do you care? Makes travel easier. Surely more
1: Indiana State fans would travel compared to Idaho.
2: I know Purdue's playing
1: Indiana State. I'm not (laughs) trying to like. No, so this is an easy question to answer. so when this this game was originally scheduled, all these games have been scheduled for years at this point, they were FBS when we scheduled them. So do you really want to pay buy them out of that or do you just want to keep the wins on the schedule and just don't schedule any FCS teams the rest of the way? So there you go.
2: you feel feel tough yeah. smart man. Yeah okay. Yep. All right. I didn't think that one drew my bad.
1: There you that's go. all I got. Cool. Prediction time. We don't have to guess the starting quarterback this time. So that's cool. Um, Seth just has to put up his, our predictions. Um, Seth, what is your prediction? How I kept it? it simple. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a
2: blowout early and often. Everybody hopefully stays healthy. I think they cruise to a 45 13 win. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no,
0: I I think this is 31-3 at halftime. Okay. Uh 48-10. I could even see it maybe mean like 38-10. Like it's 7-7 in the second half because I want a I want 80% backups in the in the second half.
1: Okay. Yeah, I've got kind of the same deal here. I picked the highest score, I think though. I think IU rolls again. I think that the running game goes nuts. Uh, I think we also grab another special teams touchdown against them, wherever that comes from. IU 52, Idaho 10. So hey, as as... I
0: won the prediction last, didn't I? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you were awful. You were 1913. Seth was 23 21, and I was 24 20. Uh, yeah. we both I got last one. yeah you Dang. got last yeah we ripped you yesterday Man, um, deservedly so okay predictions are done seth will put those up on the twitter tomorrow um real quick uh final another reminder tailgate seth should be out there i'll be out there brandon won't same spot a lot too we'll take a picture all that cool stuff i'll have a couple other crazy dudes out there with us the guy that wore the illinois shirt last week he'll be back i don't know if he has an idaho shirt or not but if he does he'll so wear it if not He'll just be fine. And then the other guy, I don't know, he'll, he'll just show up, um, but we'll be there. We'll have more hard liquor, do some shots with us, take some pictures, do whatever you guys want to do. It doesn't matter. Um, cool. So there we go. Uh, anything else you guys want to add to that before we get out? IU football is fun again. I just
0: love the scrolling Saturday morning. I love the scrolling all week, watching all the content IU football puts out there it's fun to have content to put out there again as, as a, as a IU podcast content company, but you get what I'm saying? Like, Holy cow. It just, it's been fun. Like the past, I've had more fun with IU football in the past five days than I've had in the past five months. Um, if, if you're not consuming it, if you're not following it on Instagram, if you're not following it on Twitter, you're not doing yourself, you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, just get out there, consume it all. Like I've watched, I've watched the Pamela Warren clip. I've watched the cam Jones clip. I've watched all my, uh, I've watched all Tom Allen's, uh, videos. it's just, it's just a ton of fun.
1: And and you know what else it does? And now it doesn't go so much for this Saturday because we actually are playing on Saturday, but man, it made so, it made it so easy to watch college football game on, on Saturday. Cause I get depressed, man. If they lose, I can't watch it. I don't know. Maybe that kept me away from the, no, the Colts, the Colts used to be kind of a saving thing. I'd be like, Oh, at least the Colts are there. And then they would disappoint me and then I'd have to wait until the following Saturday to get disappointed again and then talk to you guys in between. So, and that's what we do. Uh, be sure to check us out. It's on Twitter, the podcast, the, the handle is at podcast LEO. That's where Seth is going to be doing all his damage live from the stands um if he can get a signal to get him sent out he'll try um so if it happens after you're streaming it's just because he can't get it out of his out of his phone so um be sure to download follow rate review on all of our platforms if we are not on something you guys want us on let us know we'll get there um until then we love you guys we'll talk to you guys again after the victory over idaho love you guys elio 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 Is that it that was terrible. Why is my voice sound like that?
0: He said it. Elio. Awesome day, Elio. Thank you so much, Rick, I appreciate that, Elio. All right, great, Elio. Appreciate you guys, Elio. You're welcome, Dave, have a great day, Elio. Have a great day, Elio. Appreciate you being here with us, have an awesome day, and Elio. Oh, thank you so much, Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike, appreciate that, Elio. Appreciate you guys, man, have an awesome day, Elio. Awesome. Ya